The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Surprise! We're early this week. I know, we're never early for anything, so we're shocked too. Enjoy it while you can. This week, we're talking about banned toys. You know, toys that were a little dangerous. Toys that had some weird shit going on with them. And who better to talk about weird toys with than our buddy Flint. You know, from the Toy Hive, the guy that gives us all the honey money. We say he's an expert, he says he's not. Let's kick this off and you decide. Okay, here we go. Hey there, what's happening? Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. We're here uh, a, a little bit early this week. We are. So uh, A day early. A, a whole day early, so lucky you. If you're paying attention, you get this before... Anybody that wasn't paying attention. That's right. They'll think it's coming on Friday. Right. So, I am Mikey. I'm Corey. And, uh, yeah. This is this is, this is is fun. We're here. We've got a little special uh, something coming up here later. And uh, I think you'll want to stick around for it because it's very educational, very entertaining. Yes, it is. Very nice, very evil. Very nice, very evil. So, uh, we're, did we already introduce ourselves? Yes, we did. We did. We did. So, um, what's been going on? Anything cool happened this, uh, this week? You know, I don't remember. I don't recall that I did anything overly cool. I think I just worked this week. I, I worked as well. Um, yeah. Has anything happened? I mean... I did stick some stormtroopers in hydrogen peroxide. Oh, really? I did. What, now, why Why would you do something such as that? I'm restoring them back to their original color. Giving them new life. Giving them new life. Instead of destroying and making customs, I have decided to restore and bring back to life. Very nice. So, uh, little hydrogen peroxide, kind of clean them up, make them white again. Yeah, that's cool. I'm not gonna give all my secrets out. No, we we don't we don't give all the secrets. You know, you don't ever want to give all the magic. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just not a thing you should do. You know, we use a lot of smoke and mirrors. We do. We do smoke and mirrors. That's kind of our forte, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So we got got some some interesting things coming up. Uh, yeah, we have big news. Yeah, and I, I think we'll we'll hold it until it's a little more official. But there is some big stuff coming up for us. Uh, so stay tuned. Which is nice because I'm short, so anything taller than me is big news. Yes, and this definitely I think would be taller than you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Might be taller than me. That's big. That's big news. This is some big news. We're big boys too. So yeah. So uh, for us to think it's big news, it's big news. It's big news. So, and everybody's going to hear it and they're like, so what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we think like it's big cool. big fucking deal. Yeah. We're excited. Be happy for us, goddammit. So, um... We know where you live. Yes. I, I There is some exciting things coming up for our friends um, over at the uh, Russian Leg Sweep. If you are a wrestling fan. I am. Well, as am I. Yes. If you watch AEW, I do on Wednesday nights. There's going to be a new 
live watch along for uh, AEW Dynamite that you'll be able to watch at your home and also enjoy the unique commentary of the Russian leg sweep. Oh, that's going to be the best shit ever. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Um, and you'll get you'll, you'll actually get to put faces to the voices. So, kind of a cool little uh, next level thing that, that the, the uh, leg sweep boys are doing. So, that should be fun. Yeah. So, check that out. Uh, you know, Russian leg sweep. You can find them on Facebook. And uh, speaking of the Russian leg sweep boys, our only fan, Mike Fantastic, did not send us an email or a voicemail again. Uh, yeah, he, he's probably been busy working on this uh, this live stream thing, but he did not send us a voicemail. Did he forget the phone number? He must uh, not love us anymore. Oh. Now, Mike Fantastic uses the Anchor app to send us the voicemails, but if you want to call, you can definitely call us, and that uh, phone number is 669-B-RETRO. It's B-E-R-E-T-R-O, or if you need the numbers, it's 669-237-3876. And it's also on our Facebook page. That's also on our Facebook page. Or if you just want to email us, and we'll read your email on the the air if you'd like us to. If you don't want us to, please tell us. But that would be retropowerhour at gmail.com. So, that's how you can interact with, uh, with the show. Yes. So, uh, I guess you know, what we're going to kind of, since we don't have shit going on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have nothing to tell you. It was a very busy, boring week at work, and um, I watched The Goonies yesterday. Oh, really? I did. I watched The Goonies. How was that for you? I love The Goonies. I actually watched it twice yesterday. The Goonies are awesome. Because I, I caught it towards the very end, and then I was like, you know what? I don't want to watch what's on next. I'm gonna watch the Goonies now. Yeah, watch it from the beginning. Well, I tried. I tried watching that uh, that Scream, the true story of Scream. Yeah. On Discovery. And my daughter doesn't like. It's like it's like a ghost show. Okay. So my daughter doesn't really like those shows. So I started watching it. And she came downstairs with her friends. I had to turn that off. So that's when I started watching the Goonies again. Oh, huh. Goonies is a good movie. Yeah. Um, I uh. You know, I had like two or three days where I came home from work. I didn't even turn the television on. Really? Yeah. I I know I, I worked on a podcast. You know, I worked on editing our show the one day and just kind of got wrapped up in that and then just went to sleep. I'll turn the TV on just to have background noise. I generally will too, unless I'm working on a podcast where I have to listen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've just been coming home and, you know, just getting online, looking at a few things and then going to bed. So, uh, I guess that's, uh, you know, that's been my life. It's been an exciting life this week. Yeah, I mean, I, and we've got, I guess we've got a couple of notable stories that we can't really discuss right now. Yeah. We, but we, I worked we, on that, too. So, I have been doing stuff. And I've been doing stuff kind of show-related. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that as, as things become more official. As the world turns. That's right. I think that was a soap opera. It, it was. It was a soap opera. But we're not going to talk about that. No. What we're going to talk about is toys from the past that 
perhaps were banned for some reason. You know or what? Recalled. You said toys from the past? Oh, yeah. That's a Gene Simmons break right there. Yep. Rex, toys from the past, Lincoln, Nebraska. Thanks, Rex. Thank you. Here's a Gene Simmons break. Who do I admire more than myself? Nobody. I'm spectacular. <laughs> Are you really? Oh, I'm stunning. And that was Gene Simmons. <laughs> it always amazes me some of the things that he says when he pops up. Oh, he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> love Kiss, love their music. Gene Simmons, not so much. No. Uh, yeah, it always amazes me what he says. Not really because I pick it out, but. Yeah. I mean, I used to like him until I found out he was a pompous ass. Yeah, and that's just something we don't tolerate. No, we don't we don't like pompous asses. No. So um by the way, new we got some news coming up. But we can't talk about it right now. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Maybe next week and we'll have week. more. So stay tuned. That's that's a teaser. That's what they call yeah, it. That's a teaser. Your teaser right it's there. It's a teaser. So we thought we'd talk about um Dangerous Toys. Dangerous Toys, not the band. Oh no, the band. Oh, okay. From Texas? Yeah. Sporting a Woody. <laughs> one of their big hits yeah that's right teasing pleasing that was a good one and they remade um feel like making love oh they did didn't they They did and i always thought even the original i always thought that was such a dirty song mm-hmm. dude i think they played dangerous toys on the peacemaker show they might, i haven't watched that yet it's so fucking it's so stupid it's great dangerous toys they they had a uh what movie was that they had they had a like a theme song for a movie that they did. I don't remember now that I'm talking about it. I don't remember what it was. But uh, there was only a network that I could tap into to I know. find that out, you know. Um, and actually, I had it up here a little bit ago because I was. Would that be the up. Dewey Decimal System at the library? That is not the Dewey Decimal System. That's old school, man. Oh, fuck. That is old, old school. Um, you could phone a friend. I could phone a friend. We did phone a friend. We did. We will we will show you our phone a friend uh, thing later. Yeah, we'll tell you, we'll tell you about all that later, or we'll listen. Have you listen? Yeah, you'll you'll listen in. Um, oh, damn, I can't. I read about it earlier. I just can't find it right at the moment. That's gonna piss me off because it was something that we that we know. Oh yeah, here it is. They had a song on the soundtrack for the 1989 Wes Craven movie. Shocker. Oh, yeah. It was called Demon Bell, The Ballad of Horace Pinker. That's a fucking hell of a name. And that's a hell of a movie. We'll have to get into that. I haven't watched that movie forever. Perhaps one of these days when we get into a mood to do some horror movies, we'll talk about some Wes Craven flicks like that. Oh, those would be good. Because there's there's a handful of them that don't get talked about a lot that we we need to talk about. And Shocker is one of them. I love great soundtrack. You know, and Dangerous Toys. Dangerous Toys. But we're not going to talk about that right now. That whole skit right there was Honey Money. I believe it was. It was. Flint, Honey Money. Get some Honey Money out of Get some Honey Money for this. Yeah. We need to hit him up for that one of these days. I know. Yeah. So, no, we're going to talk about dangerous toys. Toys that have been recalled or banned or for some fucking reason, your kids were, us, us as kids, were told we couldn't play with these things anymore. And I know we have touched on a few of them in the past. Um, I think that, you know, like we've talked about bristle blocks. Yeah. Where the kids were eating the bristles off the bristle blocks and choking. A lot of the things are choking hazards. 
Well, you, know, you know what the moral of this whole thing is? Don't put things in your mouth that aren't supposed to be there. Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> because Don't put toys in your mouth that could possibly break. You know, I'm just gonna shut up. Yeah, because we don't want to. We don't want to paint ourselves into a corner here and be like, "Ah, uh-uh, you told us no." <laughs> That's not what I meant. That's not what we meant. So, you just we've got a, a couple lists here, and some of these we may have had, some of them we probably didn't, but we want to just kind of cover all of them. You want to start with this one here? Yeah, that's a good one. Let me pull this shit back up here because I just had it. And So this first one is the Snack Time Cabbage Patch Kid. Now, Cabbage Patch Kid's obviously very notorious uh, when they first came out in the 80s because... It was the toy to have for it, all the little girls. And... Yeah, and during the like the Black Friday Christmas rush, parents were fist fighting. This is one of the first toys I remember parents actually fist fighting over at the stores they would go in and clear out the shelves and then battle over a cabbage patch kid if that's not love for your kids i don't know what is yeah it's kind of ridiculous i think but (laughs) you know to go get in a fist fight over a toy yeah but you saw it with you know a ton of toys but this is one of the first ones i remember it was like, oh my god, people are fighting over this thing. I was like, like one of the first actual m- mobs of people at toy stores back in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, where they would go in and and you know it was it was just a craze, and I'm sure it happened before that, but this is the first one that we remember. Yeah, but this uh, snack time cabbage patch kid, they. They did away with them. They did a voluntary recall because there were several injuries that were reported. Mainly because what this thing is, it came with a French fry, like a plastic French fry. And you put it in the doll's mouth and the doll would chew and consume this thing. Yeah. And they said that the eating action of the toy would trap hair and fingers in the mouth. Well, the jaw was very powerful. Yeah. And very difficult to deactivate. And non-stop chewing. Yeah. And, and, and once they finished eating, they, they, they would only stop chewing once they finished eating. Yeah, once it consumed that whole whatever was placed before it. And it was hard to get it to stop. So the kids were getting their hair cut in it, getting their fingers mashed. It, you know, basically the doll would bite them and not stop. Yeah. And so they were getting, you know, kids were getting injured. I mean, this is the kind of shit that horror movies are made of. Oh, yeah. You know, could you imagine you've got a toy and all of a sudden it bites you and starts chewing on you and won't stop being a kid? Let's get the shit out of you. It would fucking terrify you. You wouldn't want to play with that ever again because it came to life. Yeah. Basically. It tried to eat me. Yeah, it tried to eat you. Uh, yeah. I can see why this one was discontinued. Sometimes it's a common sense thing. It's don't put your fingers in the goddamn doll's mouth. You know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't, you know. But also this plastic french fry that came with it. 
they kids would see the doll eat it. They would try to eat it. They would choke. Yeah. So it's a choking hazard. So it's not a real French fry. Right. It's just a plastic French fry. I can imagine kids probably tried to feed it real food too and probably fuck something up. Yeah. You know. But yeah, uh, the 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 feed me cabbage patch doll. I'm sure these are worth money. Oh, guaranteed, dude. Um, do you just want to keep going down this list? Or do you I, got one? I've got one roller skater, roller blade Barbie. Okay. Barbie is one of the most famous toys in the world, but some of her incarnations have been met with controversy, such as the 1991 roller skater Barbie doll. It was recalled because. The rollerblades sparked. Oh. And they would cause fires. This does not sound safe at all. No. Um, let's see. While skating her flashing, they, the skates flashed with harmless LED lights. They also literally fired out sparks when you rolled them over flat surfaces. So if you're on the carpet or something, it was, you know, potential fire hazard. Right. Or a kid could get burned from a spark or anything like that. And I, I'm probably very strange when it comes to something like this. You know, like if you're using a grinder. Yeah. And the sparks hit you. And most people are like, oh, that hurts. I don't think it hurts. I don't, I don't think it's pleasurable. No, it's not pleasurable, but it, it feels like you're just pins and needles. I think it kind of tickles. You know, it's like, oh, you know, that's fucking weird. It doesn't deter me from using a grinder... And having it spark on me. Turn it the other direction. Well, yeah, <laughs> if I really got to do something, though, I'm you just going to do it. Or wear long sleeve shirts or something. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know, um, but being a kid, I can see how something like that would hurt. Oh, yeah. You would think it hurt. Um, fire is scary. Fire bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, wasn't there... There were... Masters of the Universe spark. I believe so. I remember toys that they almost had like a. It may and it may not have been Masters of the Universe. It may have been something completely different. But I remember. Well, it had the Power Punch He Man that had the caps. Had, had the caps in the back. Yeah, and I remember it was just that one. Little gunpowder caps, which we used to smash those with a hammer. Oh yeah. And if you hit the whole roll, you got one hell of a pop. I don't. But I, I, I thought they were something that had Masters. No, it wasn't Masters Universe. It was. Um, Black Star. That had the spark. Yeah. And it was like a lighter. chest. Yeah, it was just like a lighter. There was one that spit sparks. It came out of the mouth. I remember that. I don't remember what it was for. You would think that one probably got recalled too. Because, you know, if it's the mechanisms on the back, what is the kid going to do? They're going to have it with the back facing away from them, Mm -hmm. the mouth facing towards them, to watch the sparks. And, you know... Obviously, you're going to go up to your friend and go, look at this, you yeah. know, and be right in their face. Because, again, like, common sense. Uh, do it again. Yeah, <laughs> common sense. But I can see those sparks going in someone's eye and just, you know, yeah. basically, yeah. you know, things have been made so safe these days. Uh, I think that kids lack that knowledge. And it's not being dumb, you know, a kid being dumb. It's just you don't like, you don't have the knowledge of, look, this, there's a reason it's sparking. It's, you know, metal throwing off sparks. They could be little pieces of metal in that. And you're going to get that in your eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
I for some reason I remember some toys that they had that they had like a little lighter on the back of them and they would fire off. I can't even. I'm looking it up. I can't even. It's not even giving me anything close to what we're looking for. But you remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I I can because your thumb would wear out. The, the the fucking toy laser guns would do that too. Yes. 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 It was like. And it would be a really hard trigger pull. Yeah. And it it had a spark in inside it. of it. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yes. You know something. Something I used to do and. It was just being stupid. And I was older. I was probably in my 20s or so. But if you, you know the big barbecue lighters? Oh, yeah. If you take one of those apart, there is a little metal... Uh, there's like a little metal clip in there. And they don't use... Um, Fuck, Transformers had sparks too. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Was it that... That looks familiar and it comes out the mouth? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a Transformer. I know I didn't have one of those. I got something that sparked. It may have been a knockoff toy. But they had sparking toys from like since the 50s. Yeah, because it was cool. You could, it was, And it was easy for them to make. But anyway, so you take this barbecue lighter. You take it apart. There's a little... They don't use like the, uh, the traditional lighter where you got the metal on the flint, basically. Yeah. They use an electrical spark. An electrical arc to light the fuel. Oh, yeah. Okay. But you take that apart. Don't do this, by the way. I've done this. But you take it apart and you keep that metal piece, the little wire, and, you and the trigger, friends. and you could shock people. Well, of course, I would shock myself because yeah. it's, it's not like a it's not like a taser. It doesn't hurt. It's just a quick little boom, and it's like, whoa. And yeah, you could shock people with it. That uh, don't don't do that because it's not smart. I don't think they make them like that anymore. We have a we have a we have a thing at the beginning that says don't do this shit at home. Well, we don't, but <laughs> we need one. But we need one. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, well, I used to do that. I used to make my own my own toys. So I was older. Oh, he shot. Yes, the the masters of the universe. Was that Sarad? Yeah, the Sarad, evil sparking shooting reptile. Yes. I remember that, and, and there were there were other things, but yeah, you fuck you used to have like cars that would shoot sparks too, mm-hmm. and like you said, you run that across a carpet. Well, of course it's going to catch something on fire eventually. The dried up Christmas tree. Yeah, or the puddle of gas. Yeah, in your living room. In your living room, or I mean, who doesn't have a puddle of gas in their living room? Or you know, what if like. Your parents get tired of you running the shit around the house. They're like, take that out in the garage and play with it. Yeah. Where there's oil oil and gas and oily rags and a pile of newspaper that, you know, you're saving for some unknown reason. <laughs> you ever notice, you know, I we didn't so much have it. My grandparents did. There'd be stacks and stacks of old newspaper. Yeah, I never understood that. They weren't recycling the shit. No, they're just keeping it. They just kept it. Just in case. Yeah. In case we need it for something. Like, in case we need it for packing. Yeah, and nowadays, of course, yeah, we, we pack shit up and mail it all the time. Yeah. But back then, you didn't. You were, you know, I don't know why we had it, but it was around. Big piles of newspapers. Oh, yeah. I think my grandparents had that same shit. Well, I think it had to do with, like, um, my great-grandparents, I remember, they always had shit like that, and it was because they lived through the Depression. Yeah. And... So they kept everything. Oh, they would wash out trash bags if they were still good. Really? Yes. You could go out 
and my grandma would hang plastic trash bags on the clothesline and take a hose and wash them and let them dry and reuse them because of the depression. That's genius. I would want to I'm not going to do that because... No, it's just too easy to buy more, but it was just that mindset of it's still good. Yeah. And maybe that's where we get some of our hoarding tendencies that we might have. (laughs) I don't like to throw shit away, but I've gotten better. Yeah. I know damn well I'm not going to use all these cardboard boxes and all the, you know, it's like, fuck. We have so many cardboard boxes in this house, it's not even funny. Oh, it's and it's stupid. I have a whole closet full of cardboard boxes that I might use it, and I have used some of them, but I don't need fucking 20 of them. Yeah. I could probably use two or three because I know I'm going to get more in. <laughs> yeah. You're always going to get more cardboard boxes. But I think it's getting older. You really have to think, God, this is a really nice box. Yeah. It's got a lid. It's got a lid. It's, a, it's so nice. Look, it's got a flower print on it. It's got a lid. It's got a dog on it. You know, the, the paper boxes we get at work have dogs on them. Oh, do they? And people go nuts over that shit. Oh, my God. But, yeah, the box has a nice lid or it closes. You know, it's got a, it's got a hinge top where you can close it and flaps to keep it shut. God, that's good. That's good. That's good shit there. Keep that shit. Well, yeah. It's a really nice box. It's like keeping bubble wrap now. Oh, I, I keep bubble wrap. Damn straight. You never know. <laughs> I used to keep it to pop it. Yeah. Now, I, now if I see somebody popping bubble, I'm like, no! Save that shit. Yeah. Fucking the little air bladders that come in boxes. Those things usually pop as soon as you take them out of the box. Well, usually, I mean. At least at my house. Yeah. Or you pop them because it makes a loud noise. And yeah. It's fun. But, yeah. We entertain ourselves with fucking stupid we shit. But, anyways. How about this one? The Talking Teletubby. Oh, yes. And that was a big craze in the 90s. This one had to, had to be recalled because there were complaints that felt that it was teaching children inappropriate words. Um, they eventually recalled them and they exchanged them. They put new, new programming voice, or program, voice boxing yeah. that didn't have offensive words in them. But some of them had some pretty offensive words. Yeah, they did. And, and phrases. Now, I don't remember these being recalled, but... I always thought that you there you there were like parrots, like toy parrots and uh, Furbies, that you could they would mimic you. Oh yeah, especially the parrot one, it would mimic you, so you could say shit to that and it would repeat it, it would learn it and repeat it. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh fuck. That would also get you in trouble though because when your toy all of a sudden spouts off some you know, hey fuck you, it's like. Where did it learn that? I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then the parrot says, I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) We had a parrot. We had a real parrot. Oh, no shit. When I was a kid. And parrots, parrots, you can teach parrots to talk pretty easy. Yeah. But they don't generally, at least with their learning, they don't talk when you want them to. They might whistle. They might do simple things. But... It's when they're alone or when they're not getting attention. They want to talk. They want to talk to get your attention. And they also say that like if a parent, uh, a parrot is raised somewhere and then it changes environments, Mm -hmm. they just cut loose and they start talking. Oh, no shit. So things that they've heard on a regular basis, they will say. So if someone has a parrot and then sells it, 
whatever you said in your house, that new owner is probably going to hear. Oh, fuck, dude. So we had this parrot. And my parents worked nights. My dad worked nights mainly uh, for a long time. Both my parents worked nights for a while. But mainly it was my dad. So he'd be sleeping during the day. And he would hear this parrot yelling my name. Mike! Mike! And it's like, okay, that's weird. What the hell? And the reason is, I was probably 12, 13 years old. Yeah. I would be in my room, listening to music, watching TV, loud. Yeah. And my parents were trying to get my attention. So they're yelling your so name. So they're yelling my name. So this thing started yelling my name. We sold it. I can only imagine some of this shit. Oh, fuck. That man. that bird said. I mean, I can only imagine. Especially coming out of your dad's mouth? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I could see that. I could see maybe me and my friends trying to teach it some things. Maybe it picked up on it. Maybe it didn't say it to us. Yeah. Could have said it to somebody else. <laughs> somebody probably got a foul mouth parrot. <laughs> and it also, it kind of mimics your voice. Yeah, I've heard that. So it, you would know who said it. Who said it. So yeah, that's uh, and that's a real live animal. A real live bird will do that. The ones that recorded you, those were definitely in your voice. Oh yeah, dude. So, yeah, that's rough. You got another one? You want to go, uh, yeah, you wanna go with this one? one? Well, you know, let's go with that one. I'm going to find a good one here. Okay. So, these things have been around forever. I mean, my mom talked about having an easy bake oven when she was little. That'd be like in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And that's when everything was made of cast iron. Yeah. Well... Here's your easy-to-make oven. <laughs> Sorry, it crushed your dresser. They Hasbro recalled these easy-bake ovens in the 90s because kids kept jamming their fingers in the oven door, and then they would suffer burns after they had become trapped because there was a heating element in it. That's just bad parenting. It's bad design as well. <laughs> My mom said that hers... They had like a insanely high wattage light bulb in them. Yeah. That would create the heat. And she said, yeah, it might take, you know, you'd make a little cake up and put it in there. It might take, you know, 45 minutes to bake a cake. But it would get so hot. Well, the thing is, hers, they were in metal pans. Yep. So you had like a little spatula you're supposed to get it out of there with. What's a kid going to do? They're going to open the door. They're going to get about halfway on that spatula. It's going to fall. They're going to grab it. Oh, yeah. Burn the piss out of their hand. She said that she remembers that from when she was younger. I can remember people, you know, like when we were younger, this would happen. You know, the heating element mm-hmm. would be, and they'd get burned on that. But have you ever eaten anything out of an Easy Bake Oven? Yeah, it's nasty. Tastes like shit. Yeah. We had, we got one for Charlotte one year, and it was one of those, it was like a conveyor belt. Yeah. <laughs> I think we ended up putting too much batter in it. Oh, shit. And so I ended up getting stuck. <laughs> you had to poke it out of there with a stick. Yeah. And then, you I know. I got used once. If if a kid comes up to you and they're like, hey, we made this for you. And they hand it to you, you gotta eat oh, it. Oh, yeah. And it tastes like shit. But you don't want your kid 
to know that it tastes it like tastes shit. It tastes like electronics and plastic. Yeah. <laughs> you can just taste the fucking carcinogens in yeah. it. You know? It's like eating a battery. Because eventually, I think they went to a plastic or a silicone baking tray. Yeah. And, yeah, bad. Now, okay. My buddy, speaking of, you know, a kid hands you something, you eat it. My buddy Corby. <laughs> I love his stories. <laughs> he's got he's got three kids. Yeah. Okay. And I think this was his his middle daughter. He's got two two girls and a boy. The boy's the youngest. So I think this was his youngest daughter, but the middle child. She was just playing. She'd come up and she'd go, Here daddy, I was giving him pretend food. Yeah. Here daddy, and he'd go, wah, 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 like cookie monster. Oh yeah, I do that shit. And, and you know. And she and she'd laugh and you know, ah, and, and pull her hand away. And so she kept coming up and doing this. And sometimes she would have a, a snack for him and go, here, daddy. And he'd, ah, and it'd be a cracker or a cheese it or whatever. So one time she comes up and she goes, here, daddy. And he's, ah, and by the time he realized that there was something kind of weird in his mouth, she goes, poor Nemo. She gave him the fish. <laughs> the goldfish had died. Oh my God. And she said, here, daddy. But they had been playing this. Here, Daddy. Mama. And he's like, oh, shit. And he tells me, yeah, I got this fucking dead fish in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's great. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shout out to Corby, man. He, we, we, one of these Poor days. Nemo. Yeah, one of these days, we, we need to get Corby on here and tell some stories. Oh, fuck. Because we got some stories, dude. Growing up, we did some shit. <laughs> we probably can't talk about some of it, but. I think we've talked about some of it. Well, we have. I haven't told you some of the stories, and he he probably doesn't want to tell them on the air. I can tell you off the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got one. Okay, what you got? 2007. A little, little newer. Well, still, yeah, still retro, though. That's almost 20 years ago. Yeah. The CSI Fingerprint Examination Kit. Came out, like I said, came out in 2007. CBS licensed toy. Featured powder that contained 5% asbestos. Asbestos Disease Awareness Organization filed a civil action back in 2008 once they made the awareness of the danger. Um, once they figured out asbestos wasn't good for you. Yeah. Or once they figured out there was asbestos in it. And the thing, okay, everybody freaks out about asbestos. It's in, it used to be in insulation. Old buildings were full of it. Oh, yeah, up until like the fucking 80s. Yeah. Um, floor tiles. Have asbestos in them. Yeah. Asbestos is okay if you leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, if it's in a powder form, then, or if you, if it. If it becomes airborne. Yeah. So if you're digging around in asbestos insulation and it starts to flake, or if you break the asbestos floor tiles, you're breathing that shit in. That house next door to us is all asbestos siding. Yeah. As long as you're not cutting it, you're good. If you make a sawdust out of it. You better have a respirator or something. You better have a damn good respirator. So that's why they pull it out of... I mean, like our school. I remember our school was full of fucking asbestos. And especially around the boiler pipes. Oh, yeah. And, of course... All that asbestos insulation? Yeah. Because well, it's fireproof. Yeah, it's fireproof. It's it, it, it doesn't conduct heat well. So, it, yeah. you know, it's not hot to the touch. If you know. Um, so it was in the boiler rooms and, and in the... Uh, the crawl spaces under our stage oh, yeah. in our auditorium because there were boiler pipes under there for heating. Of course, we're kids. We're assholes. Where did we go to hide? 
Underneath the floor? Underneath the floor, in the crawl spaces, and in the boiler room. We broke into the fucking boiler room. That's funny. It, it, down there. And then from there, there were crawl spaces all over the school. You, you could go anywhere. Oh, shit. And so we would do that. And we, you know, we'd be in there fucking around. And they finally had to say, look, stay out of that shit. Because that's when they started realizing asbestos is bad. Yeah. And, you know, people that had fucked with asbestos 20 years prior were getting lung cancer. Mm-hmm. And it was really bad shit. So, yeah, we were down there playing around in it. Yeah, you don't want to get into asbestosis. No. No, it's bad. bad we bad, take bad. a class on that every year at work because we got to deal with some of that shit. About asbestosis? Yep. Yeah. It's like it's in concrete and... It's not the as best thing for you. It's not. No. So don't, here's our public service announcement. Don't fuck around with asbestos. Unless you really know what you're doing. Yeah. And you're getting paid well for it. Then fuck around with it. Then you do whatever you want with it. Well, then you probably have the safety equipment. Yeah. This did not come with any safety equipment, I'm assuming. No. It, uh, let's see. Let me go pull this back up here. Um, well, it doesn't really say, but it says that. Well, let's see. The toy it was found in the toy's fingerprint dusting powder. Fortunately, no children or parents were harmed at the time of making a swift action with the asbestos, whatever the hell they're called, disease awareness people. Oh, well, it's good that they caught it. Yeah, and that was in two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand seven. Let's see. You would think they would have known better. We were against. We were aghast. 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 I wouldn't even. Why? Why? Why even put that in an article? Aghast. Yes, we were aghast to find asbestos in a children's toy. Said the ADAO ex- executive director and co-founder of the Linda Ronstadt and co-founder Linda Ronstadt at the time. Not Linda Ronstadt. No, I I read it as Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt. Wait, even though <laughs> the fuck does she have to do with asbestos? You know, times are tough. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Even though the dangers of asbestos have been well documented in more than a hundred years, we're still finding asbestos in common household products. This simply is unacceptable. Toy manufacturers were forced to stop production and sales of the kit immediately. Good plan. Get that shit out of there. I bet there's probably some asbestos in easy bake ovens. There might be. There might be. This thing didn't have any asbestos in it, but the splash off water rocket. That thing was so cool. These were toys that could be filled with water and then launched into the air. You had to fill them with pressure. Yes. They got enough pressure and then you stepped on a, a pedal. You would Well, you would use a hose to put water in this rocket and then pressurize it. And the problem was that it could be put under so much pressure that it would blow up. We used to do that with uh, two liter bottles. Yes. We'd take, when I worked at the tire shop, we take the, the, the valve stems, we drill a hole in the lid mm-hmm. of the bottle, put the valve stem in there, fill it with water, and then use our air hose to just crank that thing up full of water, yep. full of air. Yep. And this is in the middle of the shop, so we, this is when we had nothing to do. We'd throw it up in the air in the middle of the shop, it would hit the ground, and whoever it ran off, and, we, and then we would just scatter. Yeah. We didn't know which direction it was going to go. Like, I remember, like, we ended up breaking one of those shop lights. Mm-hmm. Bust, like, what happened? Fuck, I don't know. Shit just went crazy. Was, we had cameras, but I think I was in charge of a lot of stuff like that. You were in charge of erasing the so tape. So I just got rid of the tape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
these were recalled in 97 to prevent injury. So that was fairly <coughs> you know, more recent, so to speak. So we still had time to play with these things. Well, we could have, yeah. I, as, I did. As adults, we, you know, in 97, I would have been like in my 20s. Yeah, I was 18. Yeah, so I would have been in, in my early 20s. I'm glad I never got my hands on any because you know that would have been shot at someone. Filled it full of gas. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Set on fire, then launch it. Yep. Have a trail of fire through the sky. <laughs> God. Your dad would have killed us. You know this thing. This would have ended up in somebody's butt. We would have shot it at somebody's ass. It would have gotten lodged. I just watched Jackass number three. So did I this morning. And they did that with a dildo. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. The dildo rocket. I, I literally, I just watched that this morning. Um, yeah, that was fucking wild. <laughs> I, had, I was watching that with my daughter. Oh God! I was like, I go, you can't watch this part. So she got back on her iPad. <laughs> and I was like, you don't watch this part. And so they did that shit, and then like the, the next scene was they had a. Uh, a electronic or electrified mousetrap hooked up to Steve-O's balls. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, you can't watch this part. You can't yet. watch this. Yeah, let's just not watch the rest of this. Because uh, she wants to go see the new movie, and I'm like... Oh, I, I'm like, well, we'll have to see. Probably not a good idea. I'll tell you later what I know is in it. Oh, there's probably dicks and oh, everything yeah. else in oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I probably won't take her to see it, but I introduced her to it, and then I watched uh, Action Park afterwards. Oh, Action Park's funny. We kind of piggybacking off of this splash rocket thing. I got a couple things. We used to have bottle rocket fights. Oh, yeah. And Roman candle fights. Yeah. And we used to get all high tech with it. We actually like would get PVC and make like bazookas mm-hmm. where you could throw a, a, an aim. We'd like make a little thing where you could aim. And oh, God, it was bad. And then we learned how to make potato guns. I've never made one of those. Oh, damn. Potato gun with starting fluid, like ether. Yeah. And we would get a... Uh, you think your dad let us build one down to the house? Fuck no, he wouldn't. Ah. Uh-huh. He would tell us how stupid we were. And then he would show us how to do it. He would. Sh- he knows exactly how to do it. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Maybe if I told him it was a prop for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we need a potato gun. Yeah, it has to work. We just got to try it out here first. Yeah. We're going to launch it over the highway. Yeah. <laughs> So, we we made potato guns. We'd shoot each other. You ever been hit by a fucking potato? No. Oh, it hurts. I can imagine. It it's hurts like so getting fucking hit with a baseball. Yeah. And, and paint. I remember paintball. Paintball hurts. My God, those things that we used to go. Not those been recalled. <laughs> I don't know. But we used to you know go paintball. We'd play paintball. Yeah. And you get shot with those things. You would have bruises forever. Do I remember one the one of the first times I went paintball shooting? And we all, we just had goggles on. Yeah. Or safety glasses. And all I think, and we're, and we're doing this in the dark in my buddy's neighborhood. Oh, shit. And the only thing I see is I'm standing there like at the top of the steps and all I see is this yellow ball coming right toward me and I couldn't do anything about it. Yep. And it was just like, boom, right in the glasses. Boom, yellow. Yep. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> we, that used to be a thing. We, we, we would go and basically... We would be uh, practice a practice team for guys that were like very competitive. Yeah, and we'd just be like a ragtag bunch of 
dumbasses out there. And they would, I mean, if we played by their rules, they would light us up. Oh, yeah. And they knew it was their field. They knew the terrain. It was in the woods. But if we played by our rules, guerrilla warfare. warfare, we could get them because they weren't expecting. We were hunting. You know, we were going after them. So they started being assholes. And they would shoot you in. We had full helmets. Yeah. They'd shoot you in the face. Oh, that's a dick move. And the first time they ever shot me in the face... With it, because it's just hitting a helmet. It's not getting your face. Yeah. But they would shoot you to where you would, it would paint your goggles, you know, basically. And somebody got me with red. I thought I was fucking bleeding. Oh, fuck. It was blam, but all I can see was red. I'm like, oh my God, I'm blind. Because, I, you know, I don't know what it's like to be blind. Yeah. And I don't know what it's like if your eyes are bleeding and that's all you can see. But all you can see is red and it's like dripping. It's like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> You'd fuck. freak out. The other thing I thought about with this. My my cousins used to have this sprinkler thing. It was a clown head. I used to have one of those. And it shot water straight up out of the, the middle of the head, and there was a hat on it. So it'd shoot the hat up in the air, and then you'd run and jump through it and try not to let the hat hit the ground. And, it, I mean, really stupid thing. But if you stopped at any point going through there, you got like a fucking high-pressure enema right up your ass. You weren't supposed to sit on those? No. Oh, fuck. No, I'm pretty sure that wasn't good for you. I was squeaky clean, though. <laughs> you have water coming out your nose. <laughs> you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. Fucking water coming out your mouth and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. So, here's one. that Back to Barbie. Barbie had what was called the Happy Family Barbie set. Oh, fuck. And um, it was sold in Walmart, but Walmart finally pulled the sets off the shelf because they feared that it promoted teenage pregnancy. Because there was a pregnant doll... How'd that work out? ...that had a baby inside that you could pop out. And so, while... Wow. While it could be... Hey, your Barbie's going to have a baby. They thought maybe it was putting in these kids' minds, Barbie can have a baby. Maybe I want a baby. How do we get babies? And too many questions came up, and they thought it was going to promote teenage pregnancy. That didn't turn out very well for them. I don't think it helped anything. No. I got a good one, man. This is probably my favorite one of this whole thing. Okay, what you got? Clackers. Dude, clackers rocked. Clackers were either you had them on a stick or they were on a string. Yep. And you'd swing them up and down and have to hit. They'd hit each other. And then they would just start going nuts. Yeah, they get that repetitive motion. And these things, they were so awesome. It was like, I mean, it was just like, like I said, the whole thing was just clackers. Yeah. If you hit them hard enough, they would break. Or if you hit them on something, these things were recalled because of shrapnel, basically. Oh yeah. You'd get you know acrylic or plastic, hard plastic piece or. Some sort of hard marble would yeah. just, you know, you get in your eye or getting stuck in your skin or you'd hurt somebody. Yeah. And even if you hit somebody with these if things. If you hit somebody, yeah. I got they hurt like a them. motherfucker, dude. Yes, they did. But they were so fun. And you didn't want to stick your finger in between them because we used to try that shit. Yep. And nine out of ten times, you thought you broke your finger. Yep. Yeah, they, they created some fucking velocity. And of course, yeah, you'd throw them at kids. You get them going, then you throw them. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking dicks. Like a fucking little bolo whip or whatever. Yes, yes. Kind of piggybacking off of that. Did you ever have any of these blaster balls? I did. These things... It's kind of like the same thing as clackers, but they sparked, didn't they? Well, it was just two balls, and you would throw one up in the air, and then hold the other one out, and when they hit together... They'd spark. They would they'd make a bang like a cap yep. gun. There was something with the uh, the material that was on each one. They re- it reacted, and blam! So, these things got recalled because, obviously, they were annoying as hell, but... They I would had to throw them. I'd take one and go... And hit them together. Yes. They had a severe burn hazard because you had to hold them in your hand, for mm-hmm. one thing, and they would ignite and throw sparks in your hand. Yeah. These, Santa put them in my stocking one year. Santa was awesome that year. Yeah. I was like, these are awesome. Throw them over there and then blam, blam. And they would go forever. Those things you could... I mean, I, I don't think I ever wore them out. I think they no. got thrown away because this recall came out. But I had a buddy that used to have a magic shop. Where you get the little, you know, trick cards yeah. and shit like that. He had, among other things... And I was old enough. I was in my 20s. He had flash paper that you could throw a fireball, mm-hmm. which probably shouldn't have. He had this other thing that... It was two powders, and you they had it, it came with a very high tech um, measurement device. It was a piece of paper with two circles on it. Okay, and the one said powder A, and the other said powder B. You would tap out just enough powder to fill that circle on each one. Mm-hmm. And one was a very small amount. One was a very large amount, and then you would dip your finger, like your middle finger, in the one, and your thumb in the other. And when you snapped, they would react and it would boom and throw a little spark out. So you'd have this on your fingers and then boom. Problem being, (laughs) you couldn't do this over and over and over with the same fingers. You didn't build up. Because it would build up, it would soak into your skin and pretty soon you'd go blam and it would actually be in your, under your skin and it would fucking blow a hole in your thumb. Oh, shit. Dude. It would just bloom. And you then you had like a little blister in a hole mm-hmm. where it blew up because it was in your skin. This shit, I, I imagine you can't even get it anymore. But that was like in the 90s. We had that. Oh, my God. But like I said, I was in my 20s. And of course, I'm, I was an idiot and loved that kind of shit. We'll save this one for last because there's okay, horror, there. horror stories with that. Um, Did I talk about the Atomic Energy Lab? Not yet. Let's talk about that. Let us. The Atomic Energy Lab was a toy created by the Gilbert Company mm-hmm. in the 1950s. This thing, it was basically a science project for kids like they have now. Right. But the reason it was recalled is because there was small amounts of actual radiation in the kit. It had a radioactive element. It had a radioactive uranium in it. Uranium? Yes. Samples of it. So they pulled it back in the 50... It was pulled in 51. Okay. Um, thankfully, the kit didn't reach many children anyway, because they didn't want to play with that thing, apparently. 
It was commercially unsuccessful, and fewer than less than 5,000 kits were sold. So I bet that would be worth a pretty penny. If you yeah, and I tried looking for it online. You can't find it. Oh, I bet. I bet it's restricted. Yeah. I remember one. They sell the signs for them, but I, just, I want this. I mean, the kit looks cool as shit. No. I don't want the uranium. I remember one back in... Make me a bomb. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> there I, was try, one... I would try to turn myself into the Hulk. In the 70s or 80s, that actually had uh, sulfuric acid in it. It's it got to be like the same kind of kit. Yeah, it was, it was like a, a chemistry kit. But it had sulfuric acid in it. No acid. I mean, there's all kinds of... There's acids that you can handle. Yeah. But not sulfuric acid and, and hydrochloric acid. I think it maybe it was hydrochloric acid. Well, sulfuric acid is like the stuff you dump down the toilet. Yeah. The drains. Yeah. That well, eats everything but plastic. Yes. And we used to... Uh, we, we... I'm not going to even explain how we did it. I'm just going to say, we used to make things explode with that toilet bowl cleaner. Oh, fuck. So much so... That the local grocery store had to pull it from their shelves because we would buy it and put it in mailboxes. Oh my god, dude, that's bad. Yeah, we were assholes. Um, but yeah, th- there were there were chemistry kits that would have like hydrochloric acid or sulfuric acid in it. And not something you want to get in your eyes, on your skin, or on anything else because it would just fuck it up. You know, like they pull shit like this. The, the, this atomic kit yeah for the for the uranium but like they've got all that glass and shit that people still sell oh yeah uranium glass uranium glass that glows in the dark yeah. or under black light or whatever I mean that stuff's got radiation it probably had more than that in those than this thing did I think that's such a low level yeah that it, it's not damaging to you it's like that uh, that stuff that I got um, I can't remember what it's called but it's a uh, it's an element that was created when the atomic bomb went off in the desert. Okay. And it it's it's called um it's some kind of glass that but it was a new element that was created. It turned all the sand into glass. Oh wow. And that still has a low level of uh radiation. Radiation. If you if you get a, a, a detector well, and like a Geiger the counter, most dangerous toy. That kit? Yeah. Wow. But that still that still registers. But they said it's such a low level that it, it doesn't hurt you. Oh, do we gotta go to Chicago? This thing to the Museum of Science in Chicago. Oh, they have one. Yeah, nice. But yeah, I mean, so there are some levels of, of radiation that you can tolerate. It's not gonna hurt you at all, um, even if you're exposed to it constantly. It's not gonna hurt you unless it's like five G or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna fuck with that. No, 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 fuck with five G. You remember going to the swimming pool and having um, dive sticks? Yeah. That you would throw them and then they would land at the bottom and they'd stand up? They were finally banned in 99. Seriously? Yes. They have different forms of them now. Well, these were meant to be used in water and they would they, they said they would float on the surface. But So these are different than the ones I'm thinking of. These dive- fl- actually floated. Okay. The guys have dive sticks are just weighted shit that go in the water. You can dive down and grab them and bring them back up. Yeah. Well, the... Issue was that kids would use them in shallow water, and they would dive in. Sometimes they would, and I don't understand how this would happen. Children who jumped in pools suffered serious injuries as they were impaled on the dive sticks. 
which became trapped between them and the bottom of the pool. So they would jump in to grab them. They would land on the dive stick, and the dive stick would pop up, because that's what they did when they went underwater. They'd pop up, yeah. and kids would be coming impaled on them. Well, don't sit on it. Well, yeah, you think? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I don't know why these things got banned. These things. Okay, I do. I do know why. Okay, because they sell them still today. They're different. Oh. Uh, Kinder chocolate eggs. They were very popular in Europe. And in 97, they were introduced to the United States. But then they were recalled because it would be a chocolate egg with a toy inside. Inside of the egg. Okay. Kids would eat the egg and choke on the toy, uh, the small toy. Because now they separate them. So there, but they said there were no reports of injuries for actual choking. They just didn't have a warning label on them. So they recalled it. It was a choking hazard. Oh. Now, the actual toy is not... In the chocolate. In the chocolate. It is like a two-piece egg. Yeah. Where you open it up, it's two pieces, there's a toy in there. So you can see the toy and take it out before you eat the chocolate. There is a ban on any kind of food containing a toy. Which is probably why we don't get toys and cereal anymore. It might be. Or they're just too damn cheap to do it. I think that's what it is right there. Yeah. Here's one that... I've seen these. Yeah, okay. There, it's, it's a little kid's toy. Like a baby's toy, a toddler toy. Where it would have five little stations. It might have a switch. It might have a key, a button to push. You know, something to slide, something to flick. Um, it's called Poppin' Pals. And when you did whatever action, you know, turn the key, push the button, a little animal would pop out. Yeah. Well, there were incidents of springs breaking in these things. The spring could be a choking hazard, but when the spring would break, it would be fucking sharp. And a kid go, go, would go to touch the, yeah. the thing that they'd been conditioned to do, touch the button. They'd touch it, get the shit cut out of them. Oh, fuck. So they got recalled finally in the 90s. I remember these things when I was a little, little kid. Yeah. So it survived for a long fucking time. I got one. Okay. The Hannah Montana car pop star card game. Let's see. I'll just read this whole thing. You wouldn't think that a card game could possibly be dangerous, but Hannah Montana pop star card game from 2007 provided otherwise, or proved otherwise. After a whole host of toys were tested for lead levels in 2007, it was discovered that the that the game was pup full of lead. Oh, geez. It contained 75 times the safe amount of lead in the cards. What? Yeah. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommended that no children's toy contained over 40 parts per million lead, but lab tests revealed that the Hannah Montana card game contained 75 times more levels of lead than, than they were required. Wow. The game contained a staggering 30,000 parts per million. Or 3,000 parts per million. Holy shit. As a result, the test, as a, as a result of the tests, over 6 million toys had to be recalled. Other toys that exceeded the recommended levels included Go Diego Go Backpack and Circo Brand Shoes. Damn. That's fucking crazy. That is nuts. Well, obviously she didn't lose her ass on it. No. No, because she 
I mean, you watch the right show, she shows you her ass yeah. as she's dancing around. Did you see on New Year's Eve, um, Miley Cyrus, she was singing um, Party in the USA. And her top fell her off. Her top fell off. She didn't miss a beat. She took the she, top off and kept singing. She kept singing. She, she just covered herself up. She covered herself up, walked backstage, got a jacket, and came back out. Never quit singing. Yeah. I don't know if she was lip syncing or not, but I don't think she does. I, she's a hell of a talent. Yeah, she really is. She gets a bad rap for all that Hannah Montana shit that she. She has a bad rap for the shit she did after that, though. True. Yeah, but I think she's. I think she's a hell of a talent. She she is, and she. I think she's uh, kind of maturing as an artist. Yeah, and she she's not she's not a bad singer. I mean, no. you know, she's done some old uh, remakes of old rock songs that have been fantastic. I like her uh, version of Joe Wayne. She does. Yeah, yep. she does good on that. Do you know uh, Dolly Parton's her godmother? Yes. Right. Yeah. That's a little piece of history right there. A little piece of history. Uh, Dolly Parton nominated nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. I've seen that. And people are all up in arms because she's not rock and roll. No, she's country. She, uh, She's an influence. So I can see her going into the influence wing. Yeah. But, yeah. There, yeah, people are pissed about some of the nominees. And some of the people that aren't in. That's a whole different story. Yeah, that's... Whole different story. Oh yeah, whole different story. But if there's a write-in vote, I you know I I I get on because I like music. I get on and vote for the nominees. I want there to be a write-in vote because I'm saying right now, 2022 is the butthole surfers year to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Vote write in butthole surfers, or just write in butthole. Well, surfers would help, <laughs> but butthole surfers. It's their year. 2022. Let's get them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, folks. They need to be in there. They should be. That Pepper song is awesome. I love that song. Yeah. Butthole Surfers. Who was in my room last night? Who the hell was in my room? Ow! Yeah. Um, hey. Here's something that has nothing to do with Butthole Surfers. Maybe. Skydancers. <laughs> Skydancers were a popular toy throughout the 90s. They sold millions of units with the toys were designed to spin off a launcher before spinning and floating back to the ground. Now they look like a little pixie. Yeah. And there's like dogs with big ears that would fold out into wings and whatnot. I've seen videos of these things going flying right into fireplaces. Oh, yeah. Now, they were meant to spin around quickly. They're made of hard plastic. So they are a danger to anyone around them when they're fired. They launched a recall in 2000 after hundreds of injury reports. Sky dancers recalled. Yeah, those things are. Let's let's do a couple more here. Then we'll be done. I think I got. Hold on, let's see here. Okay, here, here's an odd one. What are these things called? The yo-yo water balls. What? These things here. I remember those. They look like a. a, a Sea mine. Yeah. The spiky sea mines. They say, unfortunately, these squishy balls were just as dangerous as they were surprisingly fun to play with. Highly flammable material and corded present and cord presented strangulation risks. As it turns out, the yo-yo balls were f- were a vertile death trap. A death trap. Yeah. <laughs> they were made from highly flammable materials. The liquid inside was a to- was of the ball was toxic, while the toy stretched. Stretchy cord possessed a serious strangulation risk. In December of twenty or of two thousand seven, the U.S. Commerce Product Safety Commission had received reports of four hundred nine injuries. 
Well, they refused to ban the toy outright. They were banned in Illinois, New Jersey, and New York. The toy was redesigned to limit the cord to a shorter length to reduce the risk of strangulation. It stretches, dude. The thing's still going to cause problems. but So it was a squishy ball that could choke you and was full of toxic liquid. And it would fl- and it could catch on fire. Amazing. Yes. That sounds like a blast. Oh, yeah. We probably had a blast with them. I remember. I don't remember having one, but I, I, I probably did, though. You ever, you, you remember those, uh, it was basically just like a plastic or rubber tube full of liquid and you would try to grab it and it would squish out of your oh, hand. Yeah, like and a, it was like one of them sea worms or Yeah, sea, yeah. Know. You ever pop one of those? Uh-uh. Oh. Gross. No, I would just stick my finger in it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure it was your finger. I'm sticking with that. Yeah, I thought about it finger. too. I thought about it too. I think everybody did who had one yeah you <laughs> my first fleshlight that's what it's all it was dude <laughs> by mattel you get you get get the old chinese finger trap going on <laughs> okay Qu- quit moving <laughs> so the kids nowadays call this docking <laughs> thanks deadpool <laughs> so back in 83 back in 83 these things were developed, oh. but they didn't really reach their popularity until the 90s. Yep. They were slap bracelets. Dude, I used to have a ton of those. What a slap bracelet was, was a metal, a very thin metal piece that had a little bit of a curve to it. You're kind of concave. Mm-hmm. So it would be rigid, and it was covered usually in some kind of material, like a fabric. But it would be rigid, but when you held it at the end and slapped it onto your wrist, it would curl around your wrist well they were banned because eventually the fabric would fray the metal would poke through and it would cut someone about the wrist and they, they ended up redesigning them made yeah, them plastic made them plastic i remember that so slap bracelets dangerous as hell oh yeah if you ever played with a slap bracelet in the 90s you've got a scar on your wrist somewhere you, yeah you were taking your life into your own hands right there <laughs> oh so, god dude we shall we wrap up with uh with the with the the big nasty one yeah let's get back up there this thing you you had i mean there there are tons of other toys in this list but i think this one probably caused the most injuries to children um i know that i've been injured by one of these things well i got i got a good one oh, okay, okay. looks like it never made production the 1978 Battlestar Galactica Colonel Viper toy hit shelves in 78 for the premiere of the TV show. Even though the original series was canceled just after 24 episodes, the toy continued to fly off shelves. A, However, tragedy, tragedy stuck in December of 78 when a four-year-old boy aimed the toy to his mouth and launched the missile down his throat. Oh, Sadly, the boy choked to death, and the toy was immediately pulled off shelves. By 79, Mattel was embroiled in lawsuits, and wider discussions had begun about the toy that fires missiles. And this is the reason why most toys now come with a choking hazard warning. Wow. Now, I know there were other missile-firing toys that had to be recalled for this same reason. Yep. Um, 
well, I think we should talk to an expert about that a little in a little bit here, because I, you know, yeah, he might have more insight on this. Let's wrap up with this one. Okay. I had been injured by one of these. I'm sure you have. Oh, got the wind knocked out of me. Slip and slides. So, <clears throat> slip and slides were a very popular toy for decades. Basically, you could create a water slide in your own backyard. A big sheet of plastic. This was like a tarp. Yeah, it was, like a, it was just like a vinyl tarp that you could hook a hose up to that would spray water on it. And then you ran as fast as you could run and did a belly flop onto the ground and slide. Now, I remember all kinds of variations of these. They had just a plain slip and slide. Mm-hmm. They had the ones that had the sprinklers out the sides. They had the ones where you splash down into a pool of water at the end. Of, of three inches of water. Yes. But the Whammo brand was recalled. When you hit that when you hit that slip and slide, you went Whammo. Yes. Well, people got stuck while sliding on them. And you could get severe spinal damage. And there were some people that were paralyzed because their necks got compressed. Basically, what was happening is... They were on this slick surface. Surface, they'd hit a dry spot, and going head first, the top of their body would stop. The momentum would carry their legs and their feet up and over, just basically causing them to bend in half. Yeah, the the you know this child bend in half. Which brings the question: Are kids really made of rubber? No, they're not. (laughs) Now my experience was a little different. Um. I, first, the slip and slide, yeah, you'd get, like, you hit a dry spot. If you didn't bend in half, you'd fly off the side and oh, hit yeah. something else. Go straight into the grass or a rock or something. Or you would just get, like, like basically road rash yep. all down your belly. You know, you'd come in and you'd be all rashed up. Well, here's the deal. I, had, I, I got injured on regular slip and slides. We decided to make our own. So we took trash bags. We laid trash bags. We would tape them together. We would lay a stretch of trash bags out. We'd put the sprinkler on them or the hose. I like where this is going. Run, jump on that. It would still work the same. Yeah. What we didn't do, though, is we didn't check the ground under. Oh. And I got basically filleted from about the middle of my chest, clear down to my belly button, by a rock that was under my slip and slide that we had made. Oh, God. And... It just cut me open, as my dad says, from asshole to appetite. Basically, from <laughs> from my mouth clear down to my belly, it sliced me open. And I'm bleeding everywhere because of this fucking slip and slide that we made. So, yes, slip and slides, bad, dangerous shit. So much fun. They were a blast, though. <laughs> yeah. They also had, like, the little metal, um, it was like a U-shaped almost like a tent stake. Yeah. They would stake it down with those things would come loose. Yeah, they would. <laughs> and all of a sudden you'd have this metal spike that you're going 30 miles an hour at. Yeah. And it, it would pop up. You wouldn't notice it because it's the other end. And so you arrive at that end and there's a fucking metal spike in the middle of it that you got cut on. Something else just to impale you. So yeah, bad shit. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Dangerous I toys. Guess a good, portion of our first half a lot of these were a ton of fun 
but fucking bad. But you always got to hurt. Play with. Hey, do you remember Peeny Park? Oh yeah. Do you ever go down the water slides at Peeny Park? All the time. Do you ever get fucked up on the water slides at Peeny Park? Every time. Every damn time you went there. They, the, Peeny Park was an amazing amusement park we had here in Omaha. They had the biggest water slides. They had a monster. At the time. Yeah, at the time. they It was when <clears throat> water slides were just kind of becoming popular around here. Mm-hmm. So you had Moby Dick water slides, which was, that's all it was. It was just a water park. And with, it was four water slides that were, one was very calm, and then the red one was completely dangerous. You uh-huh. would almost fall off the side. I always had a fear of water slides because I was afraid I would get going too fast and when they banked up in the turns, that I was going to fly out. I always tried. I, I didn't want... It, it usually... That bank... There was a bank at, like, the top. And I was like, man, I don't want to fall, you know, three stories. Yeah. You know, I don't like heights anyways. And so, yeah, I, I wasn't ever a big fan of water slides. But Peeny Park had... They had their two normal water slides, and they had the two fast ones. I love the fast ones. And it was just basically... You jump on and it went out and straight down and then you didn't land in a pool no you just landed in a little tiny bit of water in a little bit of water at the end but it always had a dry spot somewhere in there yep and so you get going and you would just i mean you'd come out of there with rashes and but it, you know i think it was more dangerous to actually going up the concrete wet steps yeah <laughs> yeah cuz you're always like trying to get up there before your buddies yeah and you're trying to run and then there's the concrete steps with metal, with giant shards of metal on the side of it. And you're barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> They're also, some of these joints on the Peeny Park water slides, they weren't the tightest joints. No. So you'd get pinched going down. Oh, and yeah. Every cut. time you're like, bup, 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 bup. you ask kids of a certain age. I mean, I'm sure this is all over the country, probably all over the world. But you ask kids of a certain age in Omaha about Peeny Park they could probably show you a scar from the water slides. Oh, guarantee it. If you were a regular at Peeny Park, you have scars. I miss Peeny Park, man. Peeny they Park had, they had that sand beach. Yeah. Yeah, they had a... Middle of Omaha, they had a sandy beach. Uh, they had a nice concrete bottom pool that uh, was like a big lagoon. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a blast. And now it's a hype grocery store. Yeah, now it's a grocery store. It sucks. But, yeah, Peeny Park, man. Well, at least we got Funplex, though. It still sucks. It does. <laughs> so, all right, let's take a little break. And when we come back, we are going to have... Our buddy. Our buddy. Our, one of our, our sponsors, you could say. Yeah. Flint. Flint Frank from the Toy Hive on Facebook is going to join us to talk about an event that he has coming up. Uh, this weekend, actually. And we're just going to talk toys. Some of them are rare toys. Some of them are banned toys. Some of them are expensive, one-of-a-kind toys yeah. that Flint has, and we're going to tell you how you can see them, how you can purchase them if you're so inclined, and how you can get the toys of your dreams because Flint's got them. Dude knows how to find everything. Yeah. So we're going to take a little break here, and then we'll be back with Flint right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Okay, everybody. Come outside. Everybody ready for a wild, wet ride? Slip, slip and slide. You can put it on your lawn. Turn the water on, then you run, run, run. And you're sliding on your top. Slip, slip and slide. Slip, slip and slide. It's a lot of fun to play when the spray goes all the way. Slip, slip and slide. 
and slide comes with plastic slide and fasteners from Whammo. Snack time kit comes with all the play food you see here. Eat sold separately, batter's not included. Room Time for Teletubbies. <laughs> Talking Teletubbies from Play School have lots to sing. <laughs> and say. Because. Talking Teletubbies, collect them all. Again, again. Discover more with Teletubbies. Rollerblade Barbie. I skate, you skate, we both got clothes that look great. But Rollerblade Barbie, only your skates flicker and flash. My friends, your friends, we all love the hottest trick. Cool rollerblade. Rollerblade Barbie, only your skates flicker and flash. Rollerblade Barbie, you got something special. Rollerblade Barbie doll comes with a pair of rollerblade skates that really flicker and flash. Dolls each sold separately. Hey, I'm Mike Fantastic. I am Audacity Jones. We're the Russian Leg Sweep. Do you love pro wrestling? Do you? You should listen to our podcast, The Russian Leg Sweep, on the Cloud Chowders Podcast Network. It's available wherever you find podcasts. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Cabbage Patch Dolls, they come with registered names. Maybe one in Griffith, Indiana was named Chucky. The Cabbage Patch Snack Time Kids doll is designed to chew automatically when fed plastic french fries. Well, this particular doll began munching on seven-year-old Sarah Stevens' hair, right up to the scalp. It happened, ironically, at a hair salon. The owner tried to free the little girl from the jaws of her doll. first thing I did was, after I got the battery out, to see if I could, you know, push a button or something, a lever, and pull the hair back through. But... As the hair went in, it, it intertwined into the gear, and then it was, you couldn't get it out. Ooh, wow. The only way to untangle Sarah's hair was to spend an hour taking the doll completely apart. Its maker says there have been no complaints about safety, and Sarah? Sarah wants another one. And now the story of a threat-spewing Teletubby. No joke for one Massachusetts mother. I got a gun! That's what he said, I got a gun. Well, the Tinky Winky toy was meant as a birthday gift for a two-year-old, but his mother was shocked and surprised when the boy pressed the button on the purple doll, and it said it had a gun. I got a gun! Tubby toes! Tubby toes! It's just crazy, like, Teletubbies can't say that. It's supposed to be, like, fun. Maybe it's like a defect or something's wrong with the Teletubby. The doll's manufacturer blamed crossed wires for the Teletubbies' bad behavior. The company says the toys were recalled a few years ago, but this one somehow slipped through the cracks. He is cute, he's cuddly, he likes to sing and laugh, but a Bay Area mother says the Elmo doll that she bought for her two-year-old son is now making death threats, and she's not laughing. News Channel 8's Peter Bernard shows us why Elmo's new vocabulary has her wondering if Elmo has a dark side. Two-year-old James Bowman no, loves no, no. Elmo. Yep, he saw him on his diaper one day, and that was it. <laughs> Walk into his Lithia living room, and you notice there are Elmo dolls everywhere. James even has Elmo slippers. About an hour later, 
I noticed exactly what it was saying, and my son was repeating exactly what it was saying. When he's not playing with one of the Elmos, he's watching Elmo on TV. His latest Elmo, the Elmo Knows Your Name doll, recently ran out of batteries. His mother, Melissa, put new ones in. What was that? This Elmo doll connects to a computer to learn certain phrases and the child's name. But yesterday's battery switch appears to have taught Elmo how to make death threats. It's not something that really you would think that would ever come out of a toy, but once I heard it, I was just kind of distraught. Melissa has a dilemma. This Elmo is her son's favorite toy, but she doesn't want him to hear the Sesame Street character saying the offending phrase. She called the toy's maker Fisher Price. Considering the fact that my son was repeating it has really upset me, and there's nothing that they are even going... They didn't even sound concerned about it, really, when I, t when I spoke to them. So for now, this Elmo is going to be out of the mix at the Bowman house. And this is his absolute favorite toy, so we've been going through a lot of hassle because <laughs> he's trying to climb up the counter and up the closets to get it. Within the past hour, a half hour, I spoke to a representative at Fisher Price, the maker of the Elmo doll. The rep tells me they will gladly issue a voucher for a replacement or another toy if Melissa sends the doll to them. Fisher Price spokesman says they have experts who can evaluate the toy and determine exactly what happened. The toy maker plans to check to see if there are other Elmos with the same problem. Stacy, I have a two-year-old, so I know how they like to repeat, too. Thank you, Peter. Melissa Bowman says that she has not tried to reprogram the Elmo Dow. She fears that the toy could do the same thing, even if she does. Five-year-old Sophia Justice is not happy because these firefighters are trying to remove a recalled Easy Bake oven that is stuck on her hand. I was so scared. A million of the toys, which can trap a child's hand and possibly burn them, were recalled. Sophia's mom bought the toy at a garage sale. I found out it was a recall toy. It's hard to keep track. A child safety group says only 10% of recalled products are ever returned, replaced, or repaired, often becoming hand-me-downs, garage sale items. The government says millions of homes could have a danger lurking. Do you? Go to cpsc.gov and type in the name of the product. Sign up for email alerts and fill out those warranty cards to keep something like this from happening in your home. David Curley, ABC News, Washington. So glad she's fine. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. So uh, we thought that since we were talking about you know, toys today, we would get uh, what we would consider an expert in toys. Yes. Would you say he's an expert? I would say, I would say he's an expert. Would you say you're an expert, Flint? No, I'm not no expert. Oh, shit. Well, we better end this then. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do know a lot about shit, man. I was born in the 60s, so I know a lot about toys, but I want to call myself no fucking expert. <laughs> so we're, we're joined by, by Flint Frank, and Flint runs the, the uh, Toy Hive. The Toy Hive on, on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, you've heard us talk about Flint almost every episode because we get honey money from Flint. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we get off topic, which is every... Which is almost all the time. Yeah. But first off, Flint, you've got a, a big event coming up that we want to plug for you, uh, the Toy Ohio Convention. Yes, sir. Would you like me to tell you a little bit about it? Yes, yeah, sir. Please. please do. 
Okay, let me get all the information here real quick so I'm not fucking up. All right, guys, Toy Ohio is February the 12th from 10 to 4. There is early bird. They're going to have guests include the Scarlett Bordeaux, All Ego, Ethan Page. These are all wrestlers. Ben Hawson, Powerhouse Hobbs, Brian Myers, and Doc Gallows, and Swallow. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah, that's good. Oh, it's fucking excellent. That show is freaking excellent, man. Everybody's got to come out of that. We have so much fun. Especially that Dan Housen. He's, he's very nice, but very evil at the same time. <laughs> the, the first time I seen him, me and my wife, I was like, what the fuck is this creep with makeup walking around? Everybody's like, dude, have to respect this Dan Housen. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really kind of made a name for himself just on social media. Yeah, that guy, he doesn't even have to step in a wrestling ring. He's he's good on the microphone and personality cool shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. So what uh, what can we you know what what, what do you have that uh, is going to set you apart at Toy Ohio? What are you bringing that's going to be that eye catcher? Oh shit, man! I'm bringing the ultimate thing that we found on a pick in a fucking attic. My wife Stephanie found it. You know Stephanie's always looking for weird shit. Oh yeah, it is a Jesse Ventura from Predator. His M134 replica gun, but was never fucking produced. And I have the paperwork on it. It's one of a kind. So you got a you got a one of a kind prototype. It works and it's fucking awesome. Oh wow! So if if uh, people people are familiar with with Predator, he had a GE minigun that would that would be mounted to the side of a helicopter. Yes, it was. They were hooked on the helicopters, and he. What they did is this was made. The one in the movie was a real M134, but the military never licensed it. They couldn't get licensing on it. GE lost that contract. They were all fucking tore up and used as replicas in the movie, including Predator. Oh shit! I didn't and know that. Uh, Terminator. Hmm. So that's gonna that's gonna be the the eye catcher, you know? Because you always have something on your table that people say. Do you remember the guy that had such and such? Because it brings them back to your table. Oh yeah. So this is going to be your uh, eye catcher. What? Yeah, we always have. You know, I, I'm always doing the Brazilian shit that nobody can find, can't find on eBay. All the Thundercats. And yeah, the I have half of Masters your Brazilian shit. <laughs> you buy half of it. <laughs> and which is why I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> so the the question is now, you're going to have that on your table. Is it for sale? Yes, it will be for sale, and. A lot of people ain't going to like the price, guys, but we think $5,000 is about right where it needs to be. We think it might be worth a lot more. One of a kind, uh, unproduced prototype, I would say that that's a good, that's a decent it's price. A re- it's a replica prototype, and it really works. So that's going to be, uh, yeah, that's a damn good price, I would say. I'd say any any gun collector or any movie buff or toy collector is going to be all over that. Well, I've got five people that want to trade me straight up $5,000 of toys right now. And I just, Rick Pusselman that runs Toy Ohio yeah, kind of wanted it there. He, man, this guy, I tell you what, he runs one of the best fucking shows, guys. You've got to come out and see this shit, man. I mean, bottom line, this is one of the best shows around. And he wanted this in his show. Oh, wow. He said, don't sell it. Bring it to the show. So this, this convention, it's what, it's like a... Like the size of a Comic-Con, but it's all toys, right? 
Yeah, it's all toys. Wow. I mean, you find a little bit of everything, anywhere from 60s to new shit to the metal stuff. Uh, you'll see comic books, cards, video games, but mostly vintage toys. Oh, nice. So we need something like that here. Yeah, we do. We do. Dude, we got three of them. We've got one of March 20. CTS is one of our biggest ones. One of the biggest ones, along with the uh, great uh, Toy Ohio show. We got one March 20th in Columbus. And then in Xenia, we got one March 26th. Oh, shit. So you're going to be busy. Oh, yeah, man. These are the three. I'm, I pretty know these guys pretty well. I mean, they're all awesome. They run top-notch shows. Everybody goes home happy, man. Nice. So one other thing that, that I think we should cover before we just get into the rabbit hole that I'm sure we're going to get into talking about toys here. Oh, yes. You run weekly auctions on the toy hive what's your schedule yes. for, for auctions that you run in case we have listeners that want to join up and see what because you always have cool shit oh you got some of the best stuff i've ever seen dude oh we try man we're on mondays for the lunchtime with the franks from 11 a.m to 2 p.m then back on at night at 9 p.m to 11 p.m it's the toy hive guys appreciate the shout out Corey and that's, and that's, Mikey. And that's eastern time yeah, that is Easter time. Okay, okay. So, people can do the math for wherever they're at. Yeah. <laughs> because I always suck at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I I have seen more just amazing toys that I didn't even know existed just watching and just listening to the banter on the... Uh, on the chat. On the chat. Yeah. And, and you learn so much. And there's um, cool stuff there. God, man, my customers teach me shit. It's awesome. The guys that come in here, I don't know everything about toys, certain lines, but as you know, we get some crazy fucking shit. I mean, I'm in the toy capital of the world in in, in, in Central Ohio. Yeah. And I mean, shit, we got Kenner. We used to have Kenner here. Oh, no shit. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, Cincinnati, Ohio, man. That's where all the badass Star Wars stuff comes from. That's why we always have Star Wars shit. I know a lot of people don't like it, but it's there. Yeah. Well, and and kind of transitioning into that, of course, we're talking about <laughs> toys that were banned or dangerous, um, toys that had a reputation. And there was one from Star Wars that had a pretty uh, pretty bad reputation that got banned. Yeah, Boba. Yeah, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Which that would be pretty hot right now with the Disney movies or the Disney series. The Disney series, out. yeah. I, Man, it, the last one I seen sell at auction, I think, was a hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. Holy shit! And that's for the actual yeah. missile firing Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. That was a mail away, I believe. Yeah, I yeah. believe it was a mail away. So, what what are some of the? Let's start with what are some of the. Uh, rarest toys now you know i know this predator gun is probably the rarest thing i've ever heard yeah but what are some of the rarest toys you've ever handled either in your private collection or for sale god man you name it i think we've had it through here from all vintage star wars from i mean god some rare shit i just off my head you know how much rare shit i get i just the, well, i know you just ju- so you just had those shit, uh man. You just had those, that V, the series rifle. Yeah, I had two of those on the card and the whole collection, every toy that they made, every comic book they made. Yeah, that that stuff was crazy. Yeah. I know I've, I've seen uh, 
just recently you sold, I think, a Batmobile or something? Yeah, uh, the Batcycle with Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Back yeah. 73. Yeah. And that, I, I was excited to watch that because that was a pretty good day. Yeah, we even got a 1977 in the box, remote control. I mean, like I said, it's we don't stick on one item like most shows do. We are across the board from fucking Killer Tomatoes to Masters of the Universe to fucking Sectars and just stupid shit. Mad Balls, you name it, we got it. We just talked about Killer Tomatoes. We did. We talked about the cartoon. Oh, yeah, we talked about we talked about the cartoon. It was uh, two episodes ago, I think. Yeah, yep. So now, what uh, what what are some of your favorite franchises to deal with personally? What do you collect? Uh, I have stopped, but I used to be a big Power Ranger collector. At one time, we were the third largest in the United States as collectors. Oh wow! We had over four hundred and fifty Zords in the box, and over probably it up to five thousand of miscellaneous stuff holy shit wow. i knew you were, i knew you collected power rangers i didn't know you were one of the top three in the oh, country yeah we were huge man it's all boxed and it was all sealed we thing is is when my son in 92 was born and it was funny but i used to tell him you can't have those and i end up being <laughs> one of the largest collectors oh wow yeah i was i wasn't big on power rangers but i was like when they came out i think i was 14 15 yeah yeah well, that was because of my kid, man. I was in the Dukes of Hazard, yeah, Mork and Mindy, shit like that. So, what what are some of the? I would say, what, what's the most expensive thing that you've ever actually sold? Oh God, we found my wife found at up here in Mansfield, Ohio, a sign that was a Jurassic Park sign. You know the inserts when you go to Universal Studios and stuff. Oh yeah, they have these round inserts and they're double sided in these big frames. Yeah. We found the silicone panel, what's actually silicone, fiberglass, Jurassic Park for Japan. Oh, shit. Wow. It was supposed to be burnt. We sold it for over $7,500. She bought it for a dollar. Holy fuck. Wow. Yeah. Flint, you need you should get a TV show like what, the American Pickers guys. Yeah, you should have. Fuck that! With all these kids, I wouldn't have the time, man. And man, my parents <laughs> can handle it. <laughs> so let's let's talk about some of the, uh, you know, the, the the band toys or some of the uh, the ones that were dangerous for kids. Oh God, man! Did you want to talk about the early seventies? I got one for you. What do you got? Five fingers. It was called was from the early 70s. It used to be a little gun that looked like a finger. They called it five fingers because you stuck it up underneath your, tucked it in your thumb and your index finger, and it was another finger, and it shot uh, projectiles. Oh, shit. Wow. Kids were picking their fucking nose in class, and boom, and then they had to go to the hospital. It's like, you dumb motherfucker, have some toys. <laughs> and they recalled them. They lasted like two months. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. And it's, you got to look it up, the commercials and shit, man. Well, I used to love mine. I had it in a pocket all the time. Like, we'd go to people's faces and shoot them in the eye and say, that was one dangerous motherfucker, Oh, man. my God. <laughs> Matt and Jarts. <laughs> jar- yeah, jar. I loved I loved Jarts. Oh, the oh, lawn darts? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you used to, as a kid, play a uh, tag with them. They oh, shit. Them motherfuckers real quick. It was probably because of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had, they had the regular lawn darts. 
they were just a solid, you know, the, the steel tip dart yep. with the fins. Then they had the ones that the uh, they were counterbalanced to where when you threw them, that fin would slide back or slide forward, and it would come down like three times harder. Oh shit! Those are the ones we had. There were some dangerous bastards, oh man. My the god. ones in the seventies and eighties. Oh my god, them bitches were dangerous. My mom never let me have those. They weren't dull. Yeah, they were sharp. Yeah, I, I can remember one time we were at a family picnic or whatever, and they were playing them, and of course they set one of the rings up by the picnic table where everybody was sitting. Oh yeah. And somebody threw it, and that counterweight didn't shift, so it went down. Because that was a safety measure. Yeah. It stayed, and that thing, my uncle ducked out of the way just in time, and it shattered like four beer bottles that were on the table. Oh, fuck. And then we had to put them away. <laughs> yeah, when you about skewer your uncle, it's time to put the fucking darts away. Yeah. You know? Oh, my hey, God. darts are great to play tags with because those fins slid down, and they just would fucking fly. We used to throw them at people's legs and shit. <laughs> You know, at least that way, you know who's it because they're bleeding. Yeah. You bet your ass. You're you ain't going to catch anybody. You're sticking out of your leg, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get me the bullshit. You're bleeding. <laughs> My foot stuck to the ground. Yeah. Well, that means you're it. Pull the guard out and get somebody else. So, I remember, you know, when, when I was younger, they had, for kids, they had a wood-burning set. What the fuck? They would give you a little... Metal pin with a piece of cork around it so you didn't burn yourself. Yeah. And then they'd give you, like, uh, coasters and little chunks of wood to do wood burning. Oh, yeah. With oh, patterns on. Those. The thing is, the cord was only about 18 inches long. So you were next to the wall and usually next to the curtains. Yeah. And when you set this <laughs> thing down, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't pull a table over there or nothing. You could, but you'd set it down on the carpet. Burn a hole in the carpet oh, every fuck fucking time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I got that taken away from me. Those were fun, man. We used to, uh, those were the first tattoo kits. <laughs> right? Oh, God. That was the second thing. It said, do not draw on yourself with this. Holy yeah. shit. We used to give people tattoos, man. Fuck, it's cool, man. It's going to be cool. Look, Tom and Jerry, it's going to be cool. Ah, fucking burns. Quit <laughs> <laughs> being a bitch. Just take it. <laughs> Just take it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, That's are fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes it was uh, it, it was safety was an issue, and sometimes they tried to police common sense, like with the the gun looking a finger. Of course, somebody stuck it up their nose. You know that's common sense. You yeah. don't stick a damn gun up your nose. Oh yeah, exactly. They made it look like a damn finger. Right. There were some, like, um, uh, the the Cabbage Patch kids that you would feed. Oh, yeah. And they said that they were bad because kids started eating the same thing that the Cabbage Well, they were sticking kids. their fingers in the mouths. And, and getting bit. Yeah, getting their yeah. fucking fingers bit. And, and the French fry it came with, the kids kept fucking trying to eat it, choking the little babies because the Cabbage Patch kid was doing it. I stuck I something else those. in that Cabbage Patch and it got bit, but we don't talk about that very much. <laughs> And, that, and that's the when telling they, tub, the telling tubbies was the coolest, though. <laughs> okay, well, what's going on with those? Oh God, dude! What happened was there was a bunch of disgruntled workers, I think, from overseas, and they would program with different shit. And I know this personally because we had one, and it said, "Bite me, bite me, bite me." Oh my I God! I still have that son of a bitch today. I won't get rid of it. <laughs> Holy crap! 
So, oh God, those were terrible, man. They were pulled quick. Flynn, did you did you ever have uh, Happy Chef restaurants out in that area? Happy Chef? No, I mean, I think I left here at seventeen and I went to California. So all I remember really is uh, Jack in the Box. Do you remember Big Boy? Yes, Big Boys are all around here. Okay, Happy Chef was the same idea as Big Boy, where they had that huge statue out front. Okay. But this one, it was a gigantic chef with a wooden spoon up in the air. And you could go up and push a button on it, and it would play you a pre-recorded message. Well, we broke into the son of a bitch, and we put Black Sabbath Iron Man (laughs) in the cassette. So they come up and hit it, and it would all of a sudden just be screaming, I am Iron And pretty soon, the Happy Chef didn't talk anymore. (laughs) That's fucking cool. You, so you you fucking rigged the Teletubbies too, didn't you? <laughs> I tried to rig a Furby once. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason I bought a Furby is because I thought I could teach it to cuss. And so I oh, would yeah. sit there and t- you know, tell this tell, or, uh, this Furby, I, I'd be sitting there and I'd be go motherfucker. Motherfucker. Because I wanted it to wake up and go, man, motherfucker. And it, <laughs> and it never learned it. Oh, fuck. I know you other know people that taught it to cuss. What's that? You know they recalled Furbies at one time in the 80s? I think it was the 80s or early 90s because they had military chips in them. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. I did not And they were recording shit. And it was, they had shit on there. If you said certain words, it would say certain codes and shit. This is what I heard. I've never seen one. But I'm like, what the fuck? Military secrets? That's crazy. That's insane. That's like that movie yeah. Toy Soldiers. Well, they did. I mean, I don't know if it was a late age, but I remember them recalling the bitches quick and then have a big write-up about it. See, and Furbies, they, Furbies are creepy anyways. Yeah, I never liked them things. My Furby, I forgot about it. It was when it was when, when everybody was fighting over them. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I worked in a grocery store, and they got a pallet of them in because they thought, well, we'll get this. It'll be the big toy. When people started fighting over it, they put it in the back room, and you had to ask for it. Well, then they got forgotten about. Nobody knew we had it. So I grabbed a couple of them. I'm like, I'm going to do some shit with these. I completely forgot that I had it. Yeah. Put it in a closet. It was gone. My dog got in there and chewed the face of it off. <laughs> and these things did not, they never died. The batteries never died. Oh, crap. So this thing, it was. It had been asleep for, I don't know, years. I'm cleaning out the closet, looking for shit. And this thing goes, meh, because they just whine when they wake up. Motherfucker. It never said motherfucker. <laughs> But it, it whined, and I looked at it, and all it was was the two eyeballs and the beak and no face. There was nothing else. Oh, my God. And it's just going nuts. It was That's a, creepy. That's because it was in pain. It was the scariest <laughs> fucking thing I'd ever seen. So I was That'd like, yeah, let's get rid of it. That motherfucker said, feed me, motherfucker. It's been <laughs> yeah. 20 years. I bet the goddamn dog. Oh, fuck. <laughs> was that Chico? No, no. That was uh, that was another. I can't remember. It was one of my mom's chihuahuas. Oh. Yeah, this is way before Chico. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, some of the stuff that, that, you know, some of the stuff that just, you know, freaked us out because it, you know, they would have a creepy toy, and I think sometimes that would get recalled. Yeah. Just because it was scary. And I think Furby's definitely should have been. I was looking online the other day just for looking for different band toys, and back in the 50s, there was this, like, um, science lab you could buy. Oh, yeah, it had acid in it. Yeah. No, it had radiation in it. It had, it had uh, small doses of radiation in it. Yeah. 
and I looked for one on eBay. Oh wow! Can't find it. You can find the sign for it. We can't find but it. But you can't find that. The fucked up thing is, I think that's what's wrong with me because I used to play with one in the fucking late sixties. That checks out. <laughs> yeah, I think that does check out. Yeah, I remember that motherfucking uh, that science chemical lab made by a rector set. Yeah, you were playing with the with the plutonium and eating uh, eating lead paint chips and got you oh, all fucked God, up. God, man, we had so much erector sh- set shit. I can tell you some stories about that. Blow your fucking mind. Oh fuck. And there were some of those erector sets that I remember. They had to get rid of them because they were sharp. They were too sharp. Oh, God, all of them were. Yeah, it was way too sharp. But that's when kids were real kids, man. Screwdriver go through your finger. Fucking, you'd screw the screw or the bolt and tighten, pinch your finger. You know, you got over it. Now, all the little Karens out here, they cry about shit. They'll never have cool shit like that no more. That's funny. No, it's going to all be padded often. (laughs) <laughs> Here, let put you in a padded room, little boy. <laughs> well, I, I had a. It was it was similar to an erector set. All the pieces were plastic, but it had a rivet gun with these little rubber rivets. I used to have that, and you would put mechanics. put it on there and stretch yeah, it out. Mechanics, 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 and that got recalled because kids were eating the the plastic rivet or the rubber rivets and choking. <laughs> Did you ever eat yours? Uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I, I harvested them back out when they passed. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I made sure I swallowed them. Yeah. Well, at least they were fucking rubber and not metal. No shit. No shit. <laughs> now, do you remember uh, bristle blocks? We've talked about bristle blocks before. Yeah. I've heard of them, but I don't know much about them. I had bristle blocks. And it was, you know, basic building block, but it had all these bristles on them, hence the name. Yeah. The thing is, the little bristles would break off, and kids were choking on those because kids obviously everything goes in their mouth. Yeah, and they you could bite these bristles off, and kids were choking on those. So now the bad thing nowadays, kids, everything goes in their mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even when you're 42, I still chew on toys. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for the sick. Freaking humor. <laughs> well, you you've listened to the show. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I know you guys get it big time. You're the king of radio, man. Both of you guys. Shit. Okay. Yeah, we'll, yeah, take, we'll, we'll take, take it. it. We'll take it. <laughs> you guys are awesome, man. I miss the shows on Facebook. Yeah, we're, we're tr- we'll 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 try to start doing those again. Hopefully, maybe. Yeah. Once things. Because I had people go. Man, I know there wasn't a bunch of people there at once, and he started getting more people, and then they disappeared. I said, man, they're busy. Plus, they do this big podcast. I said, they're busy. And then, you know, that's what happens. You know, at first, people don't catch on, and then then it's like when it's gone, it's like, where's it at? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. You don't know what you got until it's gone. That's true. Yeah. And people loved you, man. They, you didn't offend nobody uh, on, on our side. Hell no. Oh, nice. Good. Good. So, what are, what are some... Some toy franchises that you just don't see around. I know you get a ton of like that V shit that you had. I loved V when I was a kid. That's what oh, got me God, into doing man. special effects. I tell you yeah. what, I got a couple things now. Remember 1995 with Pierce Bronson 007? Oh yeah, yeah. I have the silencer and the pistol on the card that are were never made in the U.S. They were made in Europe, and they were never sold. They were at the movie theaters in Germany. They were giving them away. Oh wow. Oh, wow. And those are fucking rare as hell. Movie promo gifts? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, certain toy lines, I mean, every toy line 
I don't know, man. There are so many weird-ass toy lines. Most of them that were, you know, gone off the shelves in two or three months are the most expensive and popular thing now. Oh, yeah. Fighters, killer tomatoes, shit like that that nobody wanted back then. Well, and I, I think it, it becomes that nostalgia factor. Yep. And it becomes... Killer Tomatoes, I think, was a movie and, and even the cartoon. Yeah. It didn't catch on until it was gone it was 20 done. years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden people are like, oh my God, these these movies, we didn't give them a chance or whatever. They're funny as They hell. didn't. They didn't because, you, you know, you only, they only had so big of an audience. I mean, you got to give shit time, you know, for people to find out. Look at the Facebook groups and auctions and shit. We hardly got anybody. Then we started getting two or 300 people at a time, and then all of a sudden, everybody's doing it. You yeah. just got to give it time to grow, and they never did with half these toy lines. Well, it's like us. I mean, we're up to like five or six fans. <laughs> five or six? <laughs> we, we, I think I'm, a, I'm big enough. I think I include four of those. You do. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I know you buy a lot of, like, Masters of the Universe. Master, yeah, I get a lot of Master of the Universe Ninja Turtle stuff, and um, yeah, anything that just catches my eye, like when I'm on Flint's auctions. But I mean, that's the majority of the stuff I get, I mean, other than Transformers. I mean, we you know we get Starcom weird shit. I like oh, yeah, you said get... turtles. We get rare turtles. I mean, shit, you buy half of that in the Masters of the Universe. We've had you know on the card. I've had some rare shit. You know, we've had Scareglow on the card. King Randall. I mean, it. it if it's valuable and it's hard to find, we're going to get it because oh, yeah. that's what kind of customers we have. I don't have, and then all my shit that I don't get rid of on the sites, we do a couple auctions a week on whatnot. You know, it, I call them, I, I just call it leftover stuff because they don't want to pay a bunch of money. Yeah. But it, toys, man, I, you know, when you say, hey, what's the rarest toy you've had? I've had so many fucking rare toys, I forget. Well, and I think not only the toys that you get, but you get other items that are related to these toy lines. Like I saw you had uh, a, a Star Wars tea kettle or a cookie jar or something. Yeah, the Sigma. We're, we're, we're big on those. Uh, we had the tea kettle with the Tauntaun tea kettle. Right now, I just bought a box, a mailer box from 83 that had 24 of the Sigma Chewbacca banks. Yeah, like, I've got one I of those. You. Oh, wow. Uh, we sold the Lion Speeder. We bought a whole collection, man, of this shit. But, yeah, it's just we do uh, – I'm big into, uh, what do you want to call it, merchandise. Wallets that has Dukes of Hazard, you know, keychains on the card, you know, or in the box. But, you know, the coloring books from the different lines and shit like that. That's what pe- party supplies that people want. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you had some Star Wars soap, I believe, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. got Power Rangers, so. And he's got, um, I bought a couple Star Wars candles from you. Um, yeah. Some night lights. You've yeah, had those. We, we get the cassette tapes with the books in the boxes. And, you know, a lot of the time we get lucky, we get sealed. You see some of the shit, it's sealed. Yeah. And that's insane because back then nobody thought, let's not open this, we're going to collect it. Mm-hmm. You played No, that. and I'll tell you what, it's getting scarce up here because now... Instead of a thousand toy dealers, you got a million toy dealers, and it's just hard to find shit anymore. So if we find it, we're blessed. Yeah. Now, do you find a lot of your stuff by going and picking collections, or someone contacting you and saying, we've got all this stuff, we don't know what we have, come look at it? No, unfortunately, I don't get those kind of deals. Uh, I shop 
we started doing live auctions. Uh, you know the auctions that you have to go to, public auctions? Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, I used to fill a whole fucking truck up for 500 bucks. I remember five, ten years ago. Even three years ago. Now it's just gotten ridiculous. But we do that. We go to, uh, we hit all the toy stores. You know, I mean, I don't get collections because I don't sit there on Facebook and shit like most of these guys that don't, you know, work. Yeah. Where they, where as soon as something pops in toys, when they put a little idea of toy in there and then it pops up, they're the first one to get it. I don't get too many collections. I've been lucky enough to get a few. And this one right now that I got the guns and the Predator gun, I'm still picking through. We picked through this thing for almost a year now. There's still more shit. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's hard. I mean, you know, we take road trips. We'll do a thousand miles in a weekend. Me and the wife, Eric Baker from Rebel Toys, Don from Rebel Toys. We'll just go. We'll hit all the toy shows. I mean... I talk to collectors sometimes when people, you know how I am. People need certain shit that I can't afford. I'll go out, find it for them, tell them how much, and send me the money, and boom, it's done. I find it for them whether I bring it to the auction or not. Yeah, and that's cool. That's, and I think that uh, that's kind of what sets, sets you apart from, of course, with, with the pandemic, everybody became a vendor of no matter what it is. Well, yeah. I, I'm into the autographs, and it used to be very... There are a few. Now everybody's a vendor, you know. Oh, yeah, man. It's crazy, especially when whatnots come along. Holy shit, man. They sell. God, you name it, they sell it from jewelry to tennis shoes to vintage clothing, videotapes, laser discs, toys, comic books. That's another thing. He has laser discs. Uh, I guess a new card game. All the different card games. That, look, you want to see it go on whatnot see all the auctions. It's crazy. I tried selling some of my stuff, you know, like just extra stuff I had. Figured out that I'm too lazy to drive my ass up the street to the post office. Yep. You personally got to be too lazy to wrap this shit. That's that my too. Problem. My poor wife does everything. I mean, I can get it wrapped and it'll sit there. And I'm like, I got to go drop that off. This guy's paid me. Right. And I'll do it later. Right. And then I'm like, sorry, man. Here's a couple bucks back. <laughs> you should no, stop. I get it. I mean, we ship our shit out right away, but there's guys. From, I mean, I got customers from Germany, Australia, a lot oh, of yeah. them. Hold that. Make a box. So the bitch will be sitting back, sitting back. Then all of a sudden, they all pay at once. Yep, and that's so what I've you do. That you've done that for me. Items. I'm trying to jam in three boxes and you know get them out. It's it's hard to get the shit out on time, man. So, if someone were, you know, one of the listeners, they happen to be looking for something, you know, it doesn't matter if it's rare, common, whatever. They just reach out to you on the toy hive. Yeah, just come out to the Toy Hive, go to Facebook, put in the Toy Hive in the browser, and invite yourself, and we'll go ahead and make sure you get in a group. And then just, uh, I mean, there's five main ones of us. I'm on Monday. We got Eric Baker on Tuesday. We got John Hamilton on Thursday. All Most of these guys own big toy stores. We got James Morgan owns a toy store in Kentucky on Fridays. Ray Ransom that owns a toy store in North Carolina. And then Sundays you got Mike Clark. And so each one of you guys have kind of a place, niche. But yeah, you yeah. got a toy hive, look under Flip Frank, pull me up, I'll find the ship. And you know what I always say? If I can't find it, it fucking can't be found. Yeah, and you're pretty quick to respond to people too. Yeah, because the thing is, is I've met 
so many people all over the world. And, and it's like, if I need something, it's like Glasslight, which is Brazilian, and some of these other top toys and shit, or the Mexico. We we buy directly from dealers from Brazil that had this freaking party store. You know, all this Brazilian Motu shit I've been getting. Yep. That you can't even find anywhere but us because he's only selling it to us. That's cool. Yeah, that's and really the, cool. And the Mexican factory that just reopened from the 80s. Remember all those knockoffs? I was getting you bought a few of them. Yeah, they've got the, they're, they're, they're the original molds for them, aren't they? Yeah, they were original molds from the 80s, but they're new bubbles and cards and shit. They don't have the technology still. They're stapling the bubbles off, yep. and people buy them like crazy. Wow. Because they can't find them anywhere else. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, he, he gets some of the cool shit. Yeah, yeah and, well, the next trip is to Japan. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, you know, the anime's hot. Transformer, you know, Takara's over there. Uh, there's some old shops. I mean, it's crazy, man. My buddy Eric been telling me about that place. We're gonna hit. We're gonna hit it up and start getting some rare Japan stuff that hasn't been to the United States at all. Hopefully. Oh, that'd be cool. So. So yeah, that that would be. I mean, that that's kind of the cool thing that you see all these these items that have never been released. They've never been. They've never seen the the light of day. Yep. And you go on the toy hive, they're there. They're, you've got them. You've got them. It's like yeah, new old, new old stuff. There's one of us that got them. I mean, these guys, and, and you know, I get sick because everybody goes, oh, you don't you, you don't belong in there. You can't go in there. That's a high-end place. It's not. You know you know that? We have low-end, but most of the guys have that higher-end shit that you just, like you said, have never seen the light of day. Yeah. And, I yeah, I've, see, I've seen you sell, you know, hey, this is five bucks. And it's like, what the hell? I've never seen that. Five bucks, and ten bucks. If I get deals, y'all get deals, man. That's how I go. But I go to a toy store and pay 500 for something. You ain't getting it for 350 No, no. fuck no. <laughs> no. So, do you have any other questions that you want to? No, I Since think we've got Flint on here. I think we covered them. I think we did. I, have, I appreciate all the shout-outs and stuff, guys. I really do. You guys are the gods of radio. That's for damn sure. Well, we appreciate Thank that. Thank you. Oh, not a problem, man. And I, I love when, you know, if I happen to pop on, Flint, you've gotten some wrestling things that, you know, I, I'm big into wrestling, and you've gotten some wrestling things, and the funniest one was you had an autographed uh, Ricky Steamboat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, the this Hasbro. For the Hasbro, yeah. And it was autographed, and you're like, I think that's his autograph. And I said, I've seen a ton of them. That's his autograph. He's like... Well, Mikey said it's real. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, most of the stuff I that I get are from legit people. I don't have to worry about, you know, because, man, there's so many knockoffs and shit going on with the Bubba Fett's on the card and people re-gluing them and shit. So I try to buy from guys, too. The, the upper hand that I have to pay more for it is guys that are in the business that do research and shit like that and make sure that shit's real before I buy it. So you don't find that kind of fucking fake bullshit on our shows. Yeah. No, it's it's a legit, you know, you you, you buy from reputable dealers. Mm -hmm. And if I ever have a question, you know, if I had a, a, a doing research, I had a question, Flint would be my first resource. He's usually one of mine. Yeah. You know, yeah, actually, if I don't know it. I think he's I my only resource. Somebody that does. Like I said, I know so many people all over the world that are experts in almost everything. I had a, oh, what the fuck was it? Uh, Ugly Martians or something piece. 
uh, ugly Martians from Mars or something never knew nothing about them. Well, I got a guy that's in an oddball shit and told me everything about him, and I freaked out. So I got guys pretty much everywhere that know everything if I don't. Well, I ended up getting those, um, them little monsters in the pill bottles from you. Oh, yeah. Those were rare as shit. They were never produced. Yeah. And I looked them up online, and, I mean, they're hard to find. Because a company in Columbus, I mean, there's been so many toy companies start here because of Kenner. Ex-employees, disgruntled employees, they would start their own toy business. You know, I don't know if they were stealing molds from Kenner, I don't know, but we had this one called Bones. You ever seen the ghost-like action figure called Bones? Yeah. Those are here from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, nice. They, and they only made it like to a, what, six-month stretch? And then they're gone. So they might not be expensive, but they're damn sure hard to find. Yeah, I think that's that's the coolest thing. Just, you know, if if you're interested in toys, go check out the Toy Hive. Yeah, oh yeah. And just just see what's out there. You might see something you can't live without. And Oh, God. And then just if you if you got to have something, ask. Because... I'm sure somebody will have it. If not, somebody can find it. Oh, guarantee it. Absolutely. I mean, I've been asked for the craziest shit. I need a card at Bubba Fett. I know you're not going to find one of those. I want original. And it's like, okay, hold on. I know where one's at. And it's like, what? Oh, nice. You know, it's like graded shit. We sell graded shit. We sell prototypes. Yeah, so I think that's, that's the coolest thing about just having a resource where you can go and say, I don't even know if this exists. I've seen it. You know, I've heard of it. We just got to find it. We got to find it. Flinch yep. man. Yep. And we, I mean, the Toy Hive's got enough channels that we'll pretty much, one of us will tell you. Nice. Good. Well, sure, dude, um, throw us, tell us what time you're on on Monday again. And then. Okay. Monday, lunchtime went to Frank's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern time. And then we're back on with Monday Madness with the Franks at 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Okay. So, I know we'll be there. Yeah, Monday is your day. Whatnot on Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Whatnot. Okay. So, awesome. Great. Well, hey, I appreciate everything, guys. It's been a blast. I got some kids to take care of now, but uh, hey, man, uh, I appreciate having you guys out there. Come see us at the Toy Hive. Mikey, Corey, you guys are the best. Like I said, you guys are king of radio. Appreciate you having me on. Well, thank you. Thanks, thanks for... Uh, giving us some of your time and, and talking to us about these toys. You guys, if you're oh, in... Thank you, I had a blast. If you're in the Ohio area, go to Toy yes, Ohio. I am up in North Central Ohio. So, and anybody that's listening to this, if you go to, to the Toy Ohio convention and you mention the, the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour, I bet Flint will give you a hug. Yeah? Yes, I will hook you up. He'll, he'll hug you? Come to my table, you'll see the Predator gun. Absolutely. That yeah, that thing is amazing. You mentioned Corey Mikey show, I'll hook you up with something. Very cool. Yes, sir. Very cool. Thank you for your Go. time, Flint. We appreciate it. Oh man, thanks. But that bang, come on out, guys. You won't be disappointed. All right, brother. Thank you All so right, much, man. Peace out. See you. Thank you. See you, buddy. Thanks. Bye-bye. And there was our buddy Flint from the Toy Hive. Thank you, Flint. Thank you, Flint. That was a I yeah, mean, that was fun. That was fun and, and educational. Yes. Um, you, whenever you talk to someone that knows more than you about a topic, don't 
you know, don't be intimidated. Don't take offense if they might know more than you. Learn. Yeah. It's an educational opportunity that... We've said it before. We're an educational show. Yeah, we should. We're, we're going to work on that government grant. We are. And by golly, I think Flint's going to help us get it. I hope so. <laughs> so... If anybody can, it's Flint. Yeah, he can find anything. So anything else that you want to finish up with here? No, I think we covered a lot of stuff. And we had a good time talking to Flint. And Yeah, uh, make sure you go out if you're in the... Ohio area, go check out Flynn at one of his events, especially Toy Ohio this this weekend. weekend. Um, and you're getting this a day early because we want to give those of you a chance that can make it to go see this, to go check it out, and give you a little time to plan. I've seen that gun he's talking about. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah that the Jesse Ventura um, Predator gun. Predator gun. Yeah, yeah, it, it's one of a kind, definitely. And Flynn's got it, and you could have it too for. His asking price. Yes. Which is going to, you know, yeah, it's one of a kind. It's, it's going to be a one of a kind price. So, anything else? No. All right. Well, if you guys want to, you know, contact us, talk about anything that we talked about, or give us suggestions, or just say hi, you can use the Anchor app to leave us a voicemail. You can call us at the uh, Power Hour hotline, which is 669-237-3876. That is 669-237-3876. Be retro, B E R E T R O, or email us at retropowerhour at gmail.com. For the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power, I am Mikey. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Corey. You say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. <laughs> <laughs>
Show.